Good afternoon. It's Saturday at 1.30 on March 21st, and this is the first time for me, of course, and it's a first time for everyone here in this brave new world that we're living in, this world of corona. And uh, we have a message today. We won't have church tomorrow. I'll say more about that in a few moments here. We started a series in Psalms four weeks ago. I actually put these series of messages together, at least the skeleton outlines, uh, seven weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago, before Corona was even on the radar screen. And so we preached a message on Psalm 1 a few weeks ago, three weeks ago, I guess it was, on the Blessed Man Psalm. And then two weeks ago, we preached a message on Psalm 19, the World and the Word Psalm. And then last Sunday, we preached a message on the Good Shepherd Psalm from Psalm 23, of course. This, this morning, we're in Psalm 27. And uh, I'd like to read the entire psalm if we could. And then make comment here, obviously. I have a full-point outline, of course, or a four-point outline, I should say. And uh, maybe you want to follow along with me as I read. I'm going to read Psalm 27, the entire Psalm, all 14 verses. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise up against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, he shall set me upon a rock, and now shall my head be lifted up from above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my, my heart shows said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, for neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord shall take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted, lest I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. We want to look at this psalm of hope, this is one of the many psalms of hope, but this is maybe the psalm of hope. We find that word psalm some 25 times in the book of Psalms. And although we don't find this word hope in this psalm, yet we see the confidence and hope that we have in God. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray right now that you might calm hearts, Lord. Might We might take time out to meditate, take time out from this crazy, busy world that we're in. And Lord, I pray you bless in the message to follow here in the minutes that we have. Bless this day, we pray, and bless this. Folks uh, in the future will see this message, Lord. May it be a comfort to God's children, we pray. And for those that know not Christ as Savior, 
We pray, Lord, you'd work in their hearts and lives, and may they see their need to be born again in this troublesome time, especially now more than ever. I pray these things and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This psalm is a psalm of hope. There's the theme of the thesis of this whole message this morning is, or this afternoon, I should say, is there. there is a great blessing in putting our trust in God no matter what the situation. And here we are in this coronal new world that we're living in. This is, this is, I can just testify, I'm afraid to say it this way, but I'm just going to say it that I was talking to an 80-something-year-old person yesterday, or the day before, I guess it was, and they lived through a lot, and they said, Pastor, we've never lived through anything like this before. This is this is uncharted waters, unseen territory, of course, and we have an invisible enemy. And I'm not just referring to the corona, I'm referring to the invisible enemy of Satan that we've always had, the God of this world, who's uh, blinds the minds of them that believe not the gospel. And so we are fighting an enemy that's unseen, and we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and against angels and spiritual darkness. And uh, so we have a we have a spiritual warfare to take place that go that we're fighting as well, and so I want you to consider in the four point outline this 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 afternoon in regards to Psalm twenty seven this Psalm of hope. Consider with me first of all confidence in God verses one to three, communion with God verses four to six, compassion of God verses seven to twelve, and comfort from God verses thirteen and fourteen. I stole this outline from somebody, but I can't tell you who I stole it from because I didn't write it down who I stole it from. But the outline is not original with me. But uh, look at verses 1 through 3. Let me read them again and make comment. Consider with me this, this afternoon confidence in God. Where's our confidence to lie in? The government? In the White House? In, the, the, in Hartford? No, our confidence is in the Lord. It's in the, the Supreme Court of the universe, of course, in the throne room of grace. Bible says in Psalm 27, verse 1 again, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise up against me, and we're in a coronal war of sorts, are we not? In this will I be confident. Why don't you consider the confidence that we have in God? Two things about that. We have a, the confidence that we have a God of defense. He defends us. And thank God that for the defense that we have in God, of course. He, if God be for us, Romans 8 says, who can be against us? He's our defense. He's our rock. He's our refuge. And so he's our defense. He's, we, and we have a greater, great defender in, in God Almighty, of course, in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's good to know the Lord Jesus as our Savior is and not. And so this confidence in God, we see verse, verse uh, 1, we see the defense that we have in God. But then verses 2 and 3, we see the deliverance we have in God. It says again, verse 2, When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. They, our enemies are going to stumble and fall. And in God's time, in God's way, he's going to deliver us from this present evil situation that we're in here it's only been a week and it seems like it's been a month it seems like it's been a year in some ways there's been a i don't remember a week like this in my whole life here things are shutting down and so forth and people are out of work by the millions and and the there's there's empty shelves at the store and and we can't even find toilet paper it's uh, if it wasn't so sad it'd be funny of course and uh at the same time it's, we're living in a very strange and 
crazy new world. And I, I don't know what to think. I will say this, that that there are many of you out there that are terrified and uh, believe that this is the end and that uh, we're very close to the rapture. And hopefully you're right in regards to the fact that we're close to the rapture, the coming of the Lord Jesus in the clouds to take his saints away. But there are others that are just in almost, pardon us, playing, but almost in la-la land, that this, this is no, no big deal. Well, I think the truth is be known as this Marty Schott pro- projection here that the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think we've got some hard days ahead of us, of course. But I do believe that God is our deliverance. And one day, this, hopefully soon, this, this coronavirus is, is going to stumble and fall because if God be for us, who can be against us? So this psalm of hope tells us that we need to have confidence, not in Donald Trump, although I thank God for our president, the confidence not in our our politicians, although I thank God for the bailout, even though I'm not, uh, I have mixed emotions about that, and there's bad bad parts to that for sure, but I thank God for the temporary relief that it'll bring to millions of people, of course. But my hope is not in any of those things. My hope is in God. That's where, as Christians, our hope needs to be. It needs to be in God. So we see verses 1 to 3, confidence in God. But then in this psalm of hope, notice verses 4 to 6, we see communion with God. Communion with God. Verse 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. There's the communion with God. There's communion that comes in two ways. There's the protection with this communion. Again, we've already said the verse, if God be for us, who can be against us? But there's protection. And I know we're not physically meeting as a church tomorrow, and maybe for the next couple of weeks, evidently. Maybe longer, we don't know yet. But there's protection in his house. The psalmist said once again, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. David, the psalmist, of course, loved the house of the Lord. I hope, trust that you love the house of the Lord. The Bible says we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. And, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. Uh, I, I see the day of, of calamity coming very soon here. I think it's here. I'm not talking about the tribulation hour, but I'm talking about the pre-birth pangs, if you will, of the coming tribulation hour, of course. And uh, I think we're nearer than, I know this, we're nearer to the coming of Christ than ever before. But there's protection in his house. There's solace in his house. Not only is there protection in his house, verse 4, but there's protection in his hands, verse 5. Notice what it says. For the time of trouble, or for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. Two times we find that word hide me. He shall be, he shall be, uh, pardon me, he, he shall set me up upon a rock. But he'll hide us. Uh, I think of the song, the fact of the matter is that we're, the song says he's got the whole world in his hands. But John 10 tells us that Christ has his children in, in, our, in his hands, in his hand. No man shall pluck them out of my father's hand. We have triple indemnity. We're in the hand of the Father, hand of the Spirit, and we're wrapped up and sealed by the uh, hand of the Son, excuse me, and wrapped up and sealed by His Spirit. And so we have triple indemnity. We have this protection in this this communion with God. But not only do we have protection, but then verse 6, we have praise. And praise is a part of communion with God, of course. It's a big part of praise. And, of course, this book of Psalms is a praise book. Verse 6 says, And shall not... And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. 
Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. Yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Now you don't want me to sing right now. But don't worry, I won't torture you too much. But uh, uh, the Bible says we ought to sing to the Lord. Only a Christian, only the redeemed can sing. And even in this, this, this time of great turmoil in our world and great turmoil in America, the Bible says he's put a new song in our heart. Even praise to our God. Many shall hear it and shall trust in the Lord. And we need to have a, be communing with the Lord and have a calmness about us because we have the God of our salvation. And so God's called us in the psalm of hope. He's given us confidence in God. He's just put our confidence in him. He's our defense. He's our deliverance. He's our, we need to have communion with God. He's our protection in his house and in his hands. He's our praise. And thank God for that. But I want you to know, thirdly, verses 7 to 12, consider with me for a moment the compassion of God. Oh, thank God for the fact that the Bible says his compassions fail not. Verse number 7 says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. I think of the the compassion of God. He hears us when we cry, when we call upon him. And verse 8 says, When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, O Lord, will I seek. Verse 9, Hide not thy face far from me, put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. I love that phrase, thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. He's been our help. He's, we have this, the compassion of God. He's, we, two things in regards to his compassion. We see his goodness. In fact, verse number 13 says it this way. I had faded unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Thank God for a good God. Thank God that he is good to, he's our, we saw last Sunday, he's our good shepherd. He's a good God. He's a gracious God. And he loves us. And I'm talking to, especially to God's children, of course. And God's, God's servants, God's children that have called upon the name of the Lord. And so we see the goodness of the Lord. His compassion, say, fail not, Lamentation says. But then not only his goodness, but then his guidance. We thank God for it, not only in his compassion for his goodness, but for his guidance. Verse 11 says, Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in, thy, in a plain path because of mine enemies. That phrase, and lead me in a plain path. Oh, thank God for that. The, I don't know about you, but I've been all over the board, and not just day by day, but hour by hour in regards to, uh, I get all calmed down, and then I hear some news on the radio or on television, or somebody says something to me, and I get all worked up if I'm not careful. And uh, it's happened over and over and over again, of course. And and uh, But he, he promises us that he will guide us. He will show, show us the path wherein we should walk. He's going to help us, guide us through this time of struggle in our life. And I don't know uh, what we should be doing here in the near future in regards to day by day or week by week or month by month, how long this thing's going to last. But uh, I say to this handful of fellows this morning, maybe we need to start planting victory, victory gardens in our backyards, of course, and we might have a food shortage one day, a real food shortage. I don't know. But I know this, God will guide our path in regards, in, in, in any way, and he will take care of us. The songwriter says, God will take care of you through every day or all the way. He will take care of you. God will take care of you. And so we praise the Lord for his compassion, for his goodness. The Lord is good. 
His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. We thank God for his guidance. He guides our path. He'll lead me in a plain path. He'll give us direction. And then I want you to notice, fourthly, in regards to this psalm of hope, not only the confidence in God, verses 1 to 3, the communion with God, verses 4 to 6, compassion of God, verses 7 to 12, but the last two verses, verses 13 and 14, consider with me for a few moments here the comfort from God. Oh, thank God for his comfort. I just pause for a moment here, and I, I just don't know how. Maybe you're watching this on our live stream. Maybe you're not a Christian. Maybe you're not a uh, believer in Christ. I don't know how people without Christ, without a Savior, cope with this present evil world. You say, well, you're just weak. I, I'm, I'm weak, but he is strong, and I, my strength comes from the Lord, not from myself. I'd be terrified if I didn't have a Savior, if I didn't have a comforter. But I do have a comforter. He, there's comfort with God. There's his, so two things about that. His, there's his support. Uh, the psalmist said, verse 13, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And there's his support. Faith is liable to lapse into fear. And it's happened to me even this last uh, last week or so, almost every day of the time of where I, I lapse into fear because I'm not walking by faith. And uh, what's my problem? What's your problem when you do that, Christian? Well, our, our problem is real easy, real simple to define. We're getting our eyes off the Lord from what's coming with our help. Our help is from the Lord. Our uh, salvation comes not from the east or from the west or from the north or the south, but our salvation comes from the Lord. And so we get his support, and it gives, gives us great comfort. And then verse 14, the psalmist ends with these wonderful words. These wonderful words, verse 14. Wait on the Lord. And right now we've got to wait on the Lord as never before. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Notice the strengthening. He shall strengthen his heart. Ask the Lord to strengthen your heart through these troublous times. Ask the Lord to help you through this this uh, valley that we're going through, these dark valley days, of course. I must confess that I believe that we're going to be in for another couple of weeks for sure of darker valleys than we've gone through this past week. But I want you to notice this psalm is a psalm of hope. Once more, once more, it's a psalm of confidence in God. It's a psalm of communion with God. It's a psalm of compassion of God. It's a psalm of comfort from God. And the Bible says, wait in the Lord and be of good courage and he shall... Strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I want to end with this admonition. I don't know how long this plague is going to last in America and around the world. Hopefully in a week or two things will start to lift a little bit and we'll see light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe by summertime we'll be out of the proverbial woods. But maybe not. Maybe things will go on for another six months, a year, and we might not even recognize the America a year from now that we lived in in the beginning of 2020. I don't know. But this is one thing I do know. This too shall pass. This is what I do know. God is still on the throne. Uh, this is what I know. He's still a good good Savior. He's a compassionate God. He's, we can have our confidence in Him. Our hope is in the Lord. And I I think of the song we sang it last Sunday, and I just end with a challenge. Don't, don't worry, I'm not going to sing for you. You don't want that. That would be terrifying. But... Uh, Ira Sankey wrote the words to, The Lord's our rock, in him we hide, a shelter in the time of storm. 
Secure whatever ill be tied, a shelter in the time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a weary land, a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a shelter in the time of storm. Verse 2 says, A shade by day, defense by night, a shelter in the time of storm. No fierce alarm, no foes of fright, a shelter in the time of storm. Verse 3, The raging storms may round me beat, a shelter in the time of storm. We'll never leave our safe retreat. God is our refuge, a shelter in a time of storm. O rock divine, verse 4, O refuge dear, a shelter in a time of storm. Be thou our helper ever near, a shelter in the time of storm. God's going to help us navigate through this hard time together. He is our shelter. He's our rock. He's our hope. He's our high tower. Let's have a word of prayer. And Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray for your saints that are listening to this message right now. I pray a prayer blessing. I pray a prayer blessing and protection upon our church family, our church body. Thank you for it. Lord, I pray that you'd help us, dear God, through these times, Lord, to be evangelistic and share throughout the lifeline to people that need to know Christ as Savior. Lord, work as we go forward, and we pray for deliverance soon, we ask, and we We'll give you all the glory and praise, but until then, may we be found faithful. May we wait on the Lord, and we'll thank you for it. Thank you for this time, Lord. Bless and protect your church and protect your body, we pray. And we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Just a couple more words, and we're, we're done here. I just want to have some announcements going forward. We're, we've started daily calling posts, and we're going to continue to do that. If you'd like to be on the calling post, and you can call on the church and ask that your name number be... Uh, add to the robocall list, as we call it here. There's a couple hundred people that get called every week uh, from our church body. And if you'd like to be on that, give us your, share us your number here. So I encourage you about that. Obviously, in the light of what's taking place here, obviously no church tomorrow on March 22nd. No church next Sunday on March 29th. We've already canceled that as well. And going forward, we're going to be live streaming more and more. This is, again, this is the first trial run for me. And I want to thank Dustin Fender, of course, for helping us out here in this regards, and of course Tim Butler as well. And uh, we'll get through this together here. Of course, we did have to make the tough decision uh, to cancel our missions conference. I think everybody understands that April fifteenth to eighteenth, our mission speaker was from Canada. He's already on lockdown and can't cross into the country. Talked to Rick Getty just the other day and pray for uh, Rick and Karen Getty, our missionaries in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Pray for all our missionaries as far as that goes. As far as Palm Sunday and Resurrection Sunday, they're still on the calendar, and we're going to reassess as time goes on. Of course, the situation is fluid, as you know, and many things are being canceled, as we know, all across the nation, but we're hoping to get up and running here hopefully sooner than later, so we'll keep you posted, of course. So I think that's all for now. God bless you, and you have a wonderful day in the Lord and strengthen the Lord. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. God bless you. Yes. Yeah, just an addendum I should have mentioned earlier, but uh, I plan on being out on the church carport or inside the foyer on between 10.30 and 12 o'clock. If you'd like to drive by for a drive-by prayer, uh, I'll come on outside and 10 feet away from your car. I'll, we'll uh, have a change, exchange a few words, have a short prayer or blessing. And uh, don't forget the church offerings at this time here. If you can come with an offering, that'd be great. If you don't have an offering, that's okay too. Just come on in, we'll pray. But uh, we're in, again, difficult waters in regards to offerings and so forth. And uh, 
Everybody's going to feel the pinch soon, but let's put the Lord first in our lives as well, we pray in uh, regards to the offering for Sunday. God bless you, and we'll see you, maybe some of you tomorrow at the carport.